Happy Thursday, everybody. Sherm here, the crazy agent. Hope you're having a fantastic now, the moment that you listen to this. Going to be talking about social media and specifically want to be talking about the conversation I had with Devin yesterday at the Houston West Chamber of Commerce. And she was just sharing with me some of her social media strategies. But before we jump into that topic of conversation, let's hear a word from our sponsor. So in talking with Devin at the Houston West Chamber of Commerce, she was sharing with me yesterday her strategies of social media as um, it was done in the past by the by the previous marketing individuals, but it, there wasn't any theme to it. It was, you know, announcing some different events that were coming up, but nothing that was very specific. And so one of the things that she wanted to do was to be able to make sure that there is uh, a strategy involved. And so um, as she was talking to some other chambers throughout the country, she found that um, there's like a group on Facebook and they were just sharing some different ideas of what chambers are doing. And so what she decided to do was to make themes on the post. So uh, Monday's called membership. Monday, where they have the operations um, um, employee and also the membership um, representative uh, on their team, and they talk about the benefits of belonging to the Houston West Chamber of Commerce. And then Tuesday is called Trivia Tuesday, where they ask a question about the chamber and eliciting engagement from those that are following. And then on Wednesday, it's called uh, West Houston Wednesday, where they highlight businesses and those that belong to the Houston West Chamber of Commerce. Um, Thursday is a throwback Thursday, looking back at the history of where the Houston West Chamber of Commerce has come. And then finally, on Friday, it's uh, Feeling Friday. So it's just talking about some different things that are going on. Another thing that they do is they call it Spotlight, uh, member, member Spotlight, where they um, will highlight and shout out a, a member that belongs to the organization and in return they want that organization then to spotlight them on their social media pages and so um, you're, you're basically going about um, let me promote you and you promote us and uh, you know you pat my back, I pat yours kind of a scenario, uh, but just a great opportunity. And then one of the things that she's been just beginning to notice is just some of the metrics, some of the analytics that's happening, the views that they're getting, the engagement that's happening. And that's ultimately what it comes down to is that um, despite all the pushing out of content, you want that engagement. And so it doesn't need to happen overnight. You don't need to be, you know, you don't need every, every piece of content doesn't need to go viral. You're just monitoring and seeing are there certain pieces of content that get better attention than others and why is that? Are you using a different hashtag? Are you, um, was it a video? Did it have subtitles? Was it a, a really unique photo? Was it the time of day that you posted it out? And it's these small little nuances that you can have a look at to be able to see what you what you can do from a social media standpoint to have a strategy. So if you if you look at my podcast, there's very few people that can tune in every single day to a podcast or even like a radio. And so that's the beauty of a podcast is that it's radio on your time. It's, you know, talk on your time. And that's why I created themes is because I said, even myself, I couldn't listen to the same person over and over. At some point, I might want to listen to something else. So, um, Or that topic just might not be of interest to me. And so it'd be nice to know that, hey, there's a certain theme here. So the way that I have it split up is Monday's leadership, Tuesday's career progression, Wednesday's motivation, Thursday's social media, and then Friday's personal development. So I can talk about things that I hold dear, things that are important to me that I find of interest. And that 
that way it, it fills my passion at the same time it gives you the listener an opportunity to listen to a topic that makes sense to you so if you're not in a leadership role or aspire to be a leader then Mondays are of little interest to you but if you are learning to leverage and wanting to leverage uh, social media, then Thursdays you're going to want to listen in on every Thursday just because that's when I talk about social media. And that allows your audience to then know how to engage with you. And that's really where the strategy ends up coming from. So the other thing to remember is remember where your audience is coming from. So if let's say you're on Instagram like like I am, then you know that you're, you're shooting for basically a 17 to a 24-year-old range um, demographically. And so we, a lot of times if you're talking about business like I do, then I'm not, I don't get too caught up in if people find it boring because I would too if I was in high school. And if I was in college, I might find the exact same thing like, hey, this is a not of interest of me, of interest to me. And that's totally fine. I want to be able to connect with those that want to connect with me and slowly build it out that way. At the same time, it allows me that when I talk about sales and marketing, um, that I can speak from a place of authenticity that I'm not just talking about, Oh yeah, I've heard about this social media thing. You should probably do it. Um, I don't do it because of dot, dot, dot. And that's, I, I literally heard a marketing person say that, that they don't do social media, but yet they're a marketing you know expert, and that's why they're talking. And I and I literally stopped listening to everything else that that, that was going on, and I did end up leaving, but that, not because of that comment, but because I had to go to another meeting. But for me, it lost complete credibility if you're telling people that oh yeah, you should have a plan in that, and and we don't we're not we're not very good at that. So basically, what you're telling me is that I should work out but you don't work out and you're a personal trainer. You're in marketing and you tell me that Facebook is a great place to be able to connect and engage and um, have content, but yet you, your own company, doesn't subscribe to that model. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, eat your own um, green, you know, eat your own vegetables because if you're not eating your own vegetables, then it's very hard for me to believe that your cooking's good. Oh yeah, sure, you should eat this Brussels sprouts. It's the best recipe. I made it. Do you eat them? No, I don't because, you know, it's tough to eat Brussels sprouts. Well, then I'm sorry. You have no leg, no ground to stand on. Um, no leg to stand on. That's the phrase. No leg, no legs to stand on. I find when you know your audience, that helps you create the content for those individuals. Think about what do you think that they want to hear, not from the lens of your eyes, but from the lens of their eyes and what they're experiencing in life. So again, on Instagram, right, if we're shooting that 20 to 24-year-old age range, you know, they're, they're, some of their concerns are college, some of their concerns are uh, work-life balance, some of their concerns are, you know, relationships, and we, and you can have content that surrounds that, even if you're not like Dr. Phil and giving out like relationship advice or Maury and you're trying to like, you know, identify who, you know, who's the baby's mama or who's the baby's father type scenarios. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have the greatest track record when it comes to relationships, but that's what's of interest of people from age 17 to 24. Finally, when it comes to all the themes, the beauty is that you can create one piece of content and 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 then spread it around. So let, let me give you an example. Yesterday, uh, my son was um, with me and he captured about a seven-minute video of me in, in, in an engagement 
with the Houston West Chamber of Commerce, talking with Devin, and then she had one intern there, and then Ann ended up joining us from um, Harmony Schools, and then there was my two interns, and of course, uh, my son Mace. So he has it on, has the camera on a tripod, and what he's able to capture in those seven minutes was um, a clip where I accidentally spilled a Coke, and then quickly quickly cleaned it up, and then um, we were able to have. <clears throat> some different pieces of content there. So number one is I can take that clip. So of of the seven minutes, I can grab a minute clip of me um, spilling that Coke and wiping it up and being able to just show that, hey, I'm a human being. Not everything on social media has to be polished or perfect. And we all make mistakes. The other thing that I like to note in there is that I didn't get embarrassed. I think too often people are so overly concerned about what other people think. And the moment that I spilt it, I was like, oh, uh, oops, I spilt it. Let's let's wipe this thing up. It happens. We spill things. There's no point in crying over spilled milk. Um, now, of course, I am shameless. I'll do crazy things. That's just how I'm wired. Um, next in that piece of content, we can take a screenshot and we can talk about interns and the value of interns. And so just a photo. And then again, with the caption can be about interns. Next is we could show a, a clip where I just all of a sudden spill it and then stop it right there, and then we can say, um, you know, go to Instagram TV or go to Facebook to see the full clip. And all of a sudden now we've created a teaser. So out of one piece of content, we can create multiple pieces out of it by screenshots, by putting captions, by, um, you know, splicing the video in order to create more content. We have a piece where I am just listening, right? So there's a part in there where I'm just listening to Dev and I'm just listening to Anne and that's another piece. There's another part where I introduce myself to Anne and then introduce the team. And so again, it could be talking about introductions, how to be able to um, professionally engage and introduce people, be a connector, um, if you will, with others. And so as you think about the strategy that you have, people get overwhelmed sometimes with the content they need, to, they need to create when one piece of content, if well done, can can get spliced out. Another one is my interns are seniors in college. The interns that are at the Houston West Chamber of Commerce are one's a junior, the other one's a senior in high school. And so these are just, um, you know, you can pay them a little bit less. Right, so we pay our college interns twelve bucks an hour. I think the the chamber pays theirs nine or minimum wage or ten bucks an hour. Either way, it's less because they're college kids, right? They don't have as much skill set to be able to bring to the table. Um, and we're going to say that as a blanket. I know that if you're in high school, you're like, oh, I'm better than a college kid, and you might think that, but a college kid will say the same thing about themselves that they're better than a high school kid. Um, if they've taken marketing classes, unfortunately, if you're in high school, unless you're um, you know engaged on you know social media strategies and creating your own brand. And, and having a awareness there, then your, your skill set is not up to par. However, I will say that the intern Jennifer, who's a junior in high school, was able to create a logo behind the video that they did of interviewing me yesterday. So it was really cool. Um, so never discount the value of interns. So there, you can have an example that I'm giving you of a seven, seven and a half minute clip that basically can be spliced up into at least eight different ways and then be used to leverage people to go to different platforms. Remember, you don't want to build your social media platform strategies on only one platform or else you're going to be like Tom who has no friends on MySpace anymore. Um, for those of you that were on MySpace, you would get the joke. If you weren't, you'd have no idea who Tom is. So, Hopefully that's helpful and hopefully you can help 
create your own strategy. Take about five minutes, 10 minutes, create your own strategy, launch it out, see what you like. You might not like the different themes that you come out with, change them. Nobody's monitoring it to the nth degree that you can't make changes. Sure, dope.